recording is starting. Welcome, welcome everybody. Uh, this is your boy uh, Cutter Butter here, and um, uh, got a got a nice uh, first time. I haven't I haven't spoke to him in a while on like, <laughs> the podcast. Well, uh, you got, Yo, Kev. got Kev, man. You got Kev from Don't Trust Our Opinion. <laughs> Yo, it's your boy Kev in the building. Glad to be here. How you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm doing good, man. I'm living. It's a new year. Happy New Year to everybody. We're starting a new year out, so it's time to get into it with some with some with some new discussions. I'm, I'm ready. I'm I'm living. Okay, so all right. So today, basically, we're gonna go through Kendrick Lamar's, um, my favorite rapper. I don't know if this is your favorite rapper. Is this your favorite rapper of uh? As of right now, like in, in this generation. As of right now, no, but I'll probably say he'll. He's like, he's one of my favorites. Okay, okay. for sure. Yeah. Right, yeah, but you know, Kendrick Lamar. Like, you know, for the record, um, I started with Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, I'm not gonna sit there and lie. Like, I I knew this man since like C4 mm. and all that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew him, and um, I knew him since um. Good Kid, Mad City. I remember, it's funny because, um, did you go on a trip? I don't think you went on the trip, the senior trip. The senior trip? What was the senior trip? We went to some resort or something like that. Like, a, like I don't a, think I went. Okay. So, um, ironically, uh, a person that we know that's um, mm-hmm. in a lot of hot water, um, mm-hmm. we ain't going to mention his name, uh, it start with a K. Um, oh shit, him? <laughs> yeah, he actually. Wait. Oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, All right, yeah. Uh, yeah, the um, yeah, the piece of shit. Um, he he actually. Uh, no, 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 no. It's not okay. I don't think it's. I hope it's not what you think it is. It's not like it's not like we 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 know of. Well, I knew of him. Like he used to hang out with um. Well, like he wasn't really in our circle. But yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, we knew okay. he wasn't somebody we really knew, but we knew him, but we didn't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he used to. Um, he actually introduced me to Kendrick Lamar. Mm. That's crazy. Like I was overhearing a conversation, and he was talking yeah. about. Um, he was talking about an album that we're gonna get into after this one, but. Yeah, he actually introduced me to, to Kendrick Lamar. That's the first time like I heard his name. I think the first time I heard Kendrick's name was my brother actually was listening to not uh I think it was Good Kid Mad City. Okay. I've heard of him before then. Like I used to see his freestyles. Yeah. Like when he would like freestyle on like different beats and shit like that. But um I haven't really listened to him because he was I think he was more up up and coming really. Yeah. And um, and his I think that was like his his major album that got a lot of success. Not probably like as far as like selling albums, but like critical success. And um, when I first heard it, I actually was like, uh, it's all right. <laughs> like when I first heard um, Good Kid, Mad City, I was like, uh. and I didn't really appreciate it until I listened to it again. Like I had to listen to it on a we on a we listen, and I was like, yo, this is a Damn, this is actually a well put together album. And then I started listening to, listening to his older shit, like um, overly dedicated and Section Eighty, 
and um, some of his major stuff. And I was like, yo, yeah, he he's one of the ones. So you can you can see my screen, right? Again, you can see my screen. Yeah, I can see it. All right, so I want you to go first, like uh, from Overly Dedicated. What is your favorite song off this album? Oh, for Overly Dedicated, yeah. um, the one I probably. I don't know if I have a favorite, but the one I'll probably say I'll listen to the most would be, I like Average Joe. Mm. I like Cut You Off, and I like um, Growing Apart. But the, the I know rules, the hard... You got, you got to pick one, man. The rules, that's the rules. You got to pick one. Oh, I got to pick one. Yeah, you got to pick one. From East, I don't East, know. East, East Sky hard, you got to pick really one. I don't have a favorite. Uh... I'll probably say Average Joe. Why Average Joe? Because I think out of like every Kendrick Lamar album, that's the one song that is his running theme of basically being like the average nigga, the average day-to-day nigga in the hood. You know how like every album is usually somebody talking about being the dope man or the plug or... The gangster or the killer, mm-hmm. like it don't really be a lot of niggas that just show the majority of people in the hood that are just regular people that just live in the hood that are from the hood. Their experience that's not really experience that's really talked about in music to where most people can relate to it. Mm-hmm. And I think Average Joe is when he started out with that. Like that's basically like a. Uh, um, a summary of how every kid feels being from the hood that's not necessarily into like you know like gang violence and shit like that or being in the gang and shit you may you may like know people you know like you from there so you know people that grew up around the hood and you know a lot of the gang members and these are like your childhood friends but it's like you know I'm just an average nigga you know I just happen to be from wherever hood I'm from and I feel like he carried that that sort of theme into like all his albums mm. and average joe is kind of like the the prequel to that mm. that's what's up yeah um, for me for one yeah I, I i think you i think you nailed it when you said like um with this album like he he comes from a he comes from a, a different perspective other than like the flashy and yeah i think that's what i loved about kendrick lamar like even even listening to good kid mad city like it was one of those mm-hmm. albums that was. Um, well, let's talk. Let's not talk about. Kid, let's talk about Good Kid, Mad City when they come when you get there. But for all the right. dedicated, um, I'm gonna go with Ignorance is Bliss. Mm, that's um, a good one too. Yeah, Ignorance is Bliss, man. Man, like, um, you can you can tell Kendrick um was heavily influenced by Nas, right? And I feel like he took, um, he took that like, you know, just. Um, looking out your window and just looking at like um, just what's going on, like being a, a news reporter, what's going on in the hood and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like he took that and kind of like made it like ten times, um, made it made that like made that style like even more creative. And um, yeah. the ignorance is bliss is kind of like yeah, it's like a it's like a ghetto um, poem, you know. And the beat is just, the beat is very simple, but you know what I'm saying? The way he's rapping over it, it just makes it a, like, for me, Ignorance is a classic. You know what I'm saying? No, no hands down. It's definitely a classic. 
So yeah, I'm looking back on this album, this. this is a really good fucking album. I, Absolutely, I, Michael, even Michael Jordan, like I, I, Mark, that was a like lot a of bangers on here. Was it like a single, Michael Michael Jordan supposed to be like a single. Uh yeah, that was like one of his more popular. With the I think that was Schoolboy Q's on that one. I think. Yeah. But yeah, that was like one of his like you know like fun songs on this album. But all in all, classic fucking album. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What what's your what's your least favorite on this album? My least favorite, I, I think it would probably be Alien Girl because I hardly ever listen to Alien Girl. Yeah, me too. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Alien Girl. Too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it would be Alien Girl. So let's go to my this is this is like this is like one of the ones, bro. Section oh, so eighty. Section eighty was yeah, section eighty was dope too. Yeah, section eighty, man. Like section eight what do you th- what, what what was your like when you first listened to it, like what was your what was your um thoughts? So when I first listened to Section Eighty, I was coming off listening to um fucking uh, Good Kid Mad City. Yeah. So when I merely uh, so I listen to Session 80 I'm like this is more of a like upbeat like vibey type of album mm-hmm. and it's more like um, you could tell this is uh, from some of his older work not saying that in a bad way but just saying that as far as like Good Kid Mad City was more of a story driven base like you know a kid out of the hood in Compton I feel like Section 80 was just him like um Showing off his versatility in a way. Yeah. As far as making movie. songs, yeah. Yeah. As far as making songs, yeah. Because it was a lot of, like, different type of sounds on Section 80. And um, I fucked with it. It had a different vibe to it. It was a more of a faster pace, upbeat, upbeat pace. And um, he was basically experimenting on this album a lot with Section 80. Like, if you look at the between of the two, like... Like overly dedicated, and then like good kid mass. I feel like this is like a good medium between, but it was like kind of him just like trying out some new shit and like going into what he usually becomes like as far as present Kendrick with all the skits and the fucking you know the stories. And I feel like this is like where he's starting to ex- experiment with that shit more, like he in a lab or some shit. Man, this they got some hitters on here, bro. Absol's yeah. outro, rigor mortis, ADHD, high power, yeah, Keisha song. What what what's what's your favorite on this one? My favorite easily was uh Poe Man's Dreams. Mm. That's my favorite one. I love the beat. I love the soul. It's like a soul on the beat type shit. I don't know, he had singing in the background. And and the dude that was singing a little poetry at the um between the album, it was like so much going on and that shit. And like again, him just explaining like basically like the story of this guy and he basically thinks like, you know, being a street nigga is, you know, gets you loyalty and and, and, and it'll get you respect, but loyalty it won't get you. Like the even the hook itself what he says, what he says, he says, um, you like, you like to mistake a street nigga for real nigga, the same niggas that kill with you, spill with you, like, that's some real shit, like, that's like one of my favorite songs, and I like the change in the beat and the tempo, it was fire, and I, and I, um, when I first heard Section 80, the song I usually equated to that, because, you know, I was a new Kendrick Lamar fan, so, 
I was hearing, I heard ADHD, I heard fucking, um, what's the other shit? Uh, rigor mortis. But I felt like Cobain's thing was like, like one of those, it was one of those horns on that shit. That's my favorite on that album. Mm. Yeah, for me, this is a tough one. Even chapter ten is out. Even I even love chapter ten. <laughs> I love the interlude. Yeah, that's a lot of good ones. Um, I'm gonna go with Keisha's song. Uh, mm. I'm gonna go with Keisha's song. Is, um, opposite of Poor Man's Dream. Yeah, like his her point, her pain. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Keisha's song. Yeah, that the 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 dude I was telling you about. Like, yeah, I was overhearing him at a, at the table, and he was talking mm. about Keisha's song, and um. For some reason, I, I I didn't go to it until maybe after Good Kid, Mad City. But yeah. um, yeah, the first time I heard that, I was like, whoa, like, like he like. Um, at the time, it wasn't really, um, it wasn't really a lot of people making um like movie type songs. Yeah, you know what I'm that's saying? perfectly like, perfect way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, like it wasn't like he like. He fucked me up with that one. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Keisha's song. Um, yeah, bro. It was, I, it was really, like, if anybody, have, if you're watching this and you haven't listened to Section 80, definitely listen to Section 80. Like, like, like yeah. If you are, that'll if you be a Kendrick new one, one to, like, if you never really listened to Kendrick, that'll be a good one, like, a first one to start off. Absolutely. With. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, let me see. Okay, so. Okay, Mad City. Okay, so Good Kid, Mad City. Mm. Um, this is like a Good Kid, Mad City is kind of like a, a for me. It's is very um, very personal. Mm. Um, I watch this film. It came October twenty second. Okay, it came out October twenty second. So, man, yo, like I would just it was it was it was one. It was one. Um, it was just one summer, like I put this on, and I would because I was in the house all the time. I guess I was just like depressed or whatever. But I put this on, bro, and like it's this took me to like a different world. Like, mm-hmm. like this, like for me, it wasn't. It was more than a movie. Like it transcended into like he just created like this world that he that he just wanted to share with everybody. For me, like. I mean, it's absolutely no. This is a complete classic. Like this is this is a complete classic. Yeah, I agree. It's this is like a to me personally. Yeah, to me personally, mm-hmm. this is up there. This is kind of like all time for me. Like one of one of the greatest albums of all time that I've listened. Yeah, to it's been life. it's been eleven years, and you still listen to it, and it still holds up. So absolutely. yeah, I, I I have to agree with that. Yeah, what, what's your favorite song on this one? Money trees easily. Mm. That's my favorite song on this album, Money Trees. It just says so much within, without saying too much. Mm. Like Money Trees is the perfect place for shade, easily. Everybody knows, even if you don't know what that means, it's just it's a simple, it's a simple hook. But at the same time, it says so much. Money Trees is the perfect place for shade, basically meaning like, hey, well, uh, what I, um conceived it as personally was you know money is good but at the same time that shit are like it's good for shade too like money we said a money might just take your main bitch and money might say fuck the niggas that you came with like 
money changes a lot of people, but at the same time, money, I don't believe money changes people. I believe it just shows who you really are, but it'll, it'll just, and I feel like Kendrick was saying that in his album. And this was, mind you, this was his album where he was becoming like, you know, like more mainstream. Mm -hmm. So it, it fit perfectly into it. Like his transition of becoming a real rap star and being famous and, and what people would do for the dollar. Like, it was just a good fucking song. And then, um, what's the nigga name? Oh, how I forgot his name. The nigga on TDE, Cutter. What's his name? Yeah, J-Rock. Uh, J-Rock. J-Rock's verse on it was fire, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, the sample was crazy. Like, yeah, 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 the yeah. whole... It's so many bangers on this album. Um, but Money Trees is probably my favorite, like, without a doubt. Like, I listen to that the most on the album. What about Man, you? What's your favorite? Um, for me, it's the art of peer pressure. That's a good one too. Um, the reason why, our, well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's just too much. Oh man, good kid too, man. Oh man, this is hard, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. Like, you can't go wrong. With them. Mm, um, I'm gonna go with, yeah, I'm gonna go with art of peer pressure because art of peer pressure for me. Um, the way he, oh man, I don't know how to describe it. Like it's a song, man, he just took us on like a journey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I, um, it's not too many songs, man. Like when I, what, like, I mean, I listened to this like about like a, a million times, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, he just, I, I, I'm really much, not really much to say, bro. Like, the way he described it, he described it so vividly, perfectly. He executed it perfectly, um, creative-wise, of just him just hanging out with his friends. Like, and it's yeah. like, the, like, like, like. Super so, relatable. Yeah, super relatable. Mm. Just the pressure and some of the things that he did. Like, he didn't, he, he was, it was honest. It was, it was, it was just magnificent, bro. Like, like, um. Oh, I, man, you do do got sing about me and dying of thirst, man. Yeah, uh, sing about you know, me. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change it. it, it uh, I'm gonna change it. Damn, man. All right, all right, I got. Sing you, about me you. was crazy too. But man. ain't sing about me. That's like two songs, right? Because it kind of like goes into another part of it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna go all the peer pressure. But singer, singer bought me a die of thirst. Like that's a, I can't even listen to that song anymore. Like singer <laughs> bought me a die of thirst. Is up, I should have said that first, and I fucked yeah. it up. But singer bought me a die of thirst is up there with dear mama, and mm -hmm. it's up there with it's up there with songs that made me cry. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I don't, I there's not a lot of songs that made me cry. Singer bought me a die of thirst, and and um, dear mama. And something else, but yeah, those that's like my top three songs that I just can't listen to. It's just too much. But yeah, auto prayer pressure, yeah, perfecto. Like it's it's like I love it. Like it made me it like as I'm listening to it, like it, I, I like I like I, saw, I literally saw like a scene from a movie. Mm -hmm. A scene from where he did it. He did that shit perfectly, bro. Like he made that song perfect. I don't uh. know who helped him with that? Whoever helped him with that song, like. Congrats to y'all, bro. The mixing and mastering and the and the producing all that shit, bro, is like top tier. Like, yeah, this is like a classic album. This is essentially close, damn near a perfect album. Absolutely, like, 
this is what you want to make when you make an album. Everything that consolates in a good album, good storytelling, good pacing, uh, emotional album, but at the same time, like, he'll even have shit, like, you know, that club bang, like, anything that could, like, play in a club, like, um, swimming pools, like, that's a good song, a fun song, but at the same time, it's a personal song at the same time. He's able to mix both of those really well. So, like, the whole album just had a whole bunch of shit you could vibe to, relate to, drink to, even songs for, like, you know, emotional songs, poetic justice, all of that. Oh, yeah, like, classic. Classic, classic album. Great classic. project. What, well what song, what, what album, right, will you compare this to as far as like on the east side like what is a what what is an album that you think and i I'm, i might not even know this either what's an album that you think is like a, a east side version of good kid man city a east side version yeah huh east side version i'm not sure i gotta really go back and think of some shit would you east- say would you say illmatic you could say Illmatic. Um, you could say Illmatic, but I feel like Illmatic was more... Nas was really more... Nas would have been one of the niggas in the car that was like, yo, let's ride out. You know, like when Kendrick yeah. had the skit yeah. and he was with his man, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. feel like Nas' album was more, like, geared toward that a little more. But at the same time, Nas was... Nas was yeah, I could say that. It's it's close. It's close. I could say I could say Illmatic. I could definitely say Illmatic. I was trying to think of another album too. Do you think it's Do you think it's better? Do you think Do you think Good Capacity is better than Illmatic? <laughs> uh, I gotta listen to him again. I gotta listen to Illmatic. I gotta listen to him again. I say that shit. It's, no, listen, it's, I, it's our generation, be, bro. I wouldn't be mad if you could say they feel like it's better than Illmatic, but. I gotta go. I gotta go to the tracklist of Illmatic, too, because right now I'm looking at the tracklist of Good Kid, Mad City. I'm like, it's crazy. So yeah, that's another exactly discussion we can have on a later day because we we would have to break that down more. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel you. No, you know, I'm, this, yeah. is, this is fun. This is fun. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, all right, man. Uh, to pivot a butterfly. That's my favorite album from him. Yeah, this is this is this is number two on my list of all time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, when he came with this shit, bro, like this was like completely different than I've ever what I ever listened to, as far as like rap music, bro. Like that's what I like about him. He's like he's he reminds me of Kanye in that essence, to where he's always pushing himself and like challenging himself to do new sounds. Most of his albums never sound the same. Like, when I first heard this shit, I'm like, what the fuck is he trying to do? Like, what is this? This is like some old 80s, funky, town-type shit. But then I... <laughs> yeah, like, when I first heard I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Wesley's Theory, because that's the first one that comes on. And it's... Like, like some shit like that. When you hear it, so I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I'm like... After a listen, I'm like... Nah, this shit is actually well done and appreciated. Like, yeah. the nigga's actually pushing his pen. He's actually pushing his creativity, 
which few rappers do. That's my gripe with a but lot nigga, of niggas rappers. Niggas shit on this fucking album, bro. I just don't understand. Niggas shitted on this album, bro. Initially, when it first came out, but like critically, people people know what's up with this album. Not even critically. I'm not even talking about. I'm just talking about like the like the people. Like 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 at this point, like niggas was embracing J Cole, and there was and no offense, no offense to J Cole, sir, but that Forest Hill Drive, bro, was not all that, bro. Nigga. <laughs> I like. I, I, well, I can't say I like. It was Forest good. It was good, bro. But you, you, you was there, bro. Like you knew what was going on. Like niggas was pushing that shit. Like this nigga was the second coming to fucking Jesus with that album, bro. And it was Cole, not all that. Cole, to me, in my opinion, Cole is great. Like Cole is. I'm not gonna get mad at the hype Cole got because I feel like Cole skill equates to that in my personal absolutely. opinion. Even absolutely. though I like the lyricists, absolutely. Yeah, even though I like to pimp a butterfly better. I don't know if they came out around the same time. No, it but, came out. It came out. Uh, uh, Forest Hill Drop came out 2014. This uh, came out. This came out at the early early of March of 2015. So they did came. Okay, out. so it, yeah, so it was it was close. It yeah, because I know the big anticipated album was was him, the big three, him, Drake's album, and J Cole album. Mm-hmm. And I think I had J Cole Drake album last. I had J Cole album because I actually I really liked Forest Hill Drive, and um, but I liked To Pimp a Butterfly better. But initially, like off the first listen, I liked Forest Hill Drive better off the first listen. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. And it took me a second listen to like To Pimp a Butterfly better because I had to listen to it again to appreciate the song because I was kind of. You know, like sometimes, you know, it, 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 your brain got to process shit, especially when you listen to a whole album yeah. straight through. A lot of people don't listen to the album straight through. They'll see a song they like and they'll skip. They don't like this, then they'll skip it. You know what I mean? They don't appreciate yeah, the work. That, that was definitely it, that, that era. Yeah. Yeah. That like they don't appreciate do. the work that actually be put into music. You know what I'm saying? So niggas will see a song like, oh, no, nah, the first minute, uh, I don't like it. Skip, boom, like that. So, you know, it's a lot on your brain to sit down and listen to a whole fucking album. You know what I'm saying? And once I started listening to it, I I found myself listening to it even more and more. I'm like, yo, this shit is a fucking classic. And it became my favorite Kendrick album. So that being said, I, um, I feel like most people couldn't appreciate it is because they was most likely doing that. And maybe they just didn't like the the change in the tempo because it's a totally different album than fucking Good Kid, Mad City. It's a, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a completely different, different, different nowhere, yeah. sound. You know, even though it 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 still has the elements of him telling his story, it's still the same shit. It's just the the way it's presented is different, and people probably couldn't adjust to that. With a lot of Kendrick albums, even like when we go further on, you can see that. His albums are always challenging. He's always challenging himself with new creative sounds, and none of his albums sound alike, which I like. I appreciate that in artists, good or bad. Yeah, this album is completely, um, is like absolutely amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And and it was it was such a it was such a uh, what's that what's the term? Like it was such a. Like I said, it was such a it was such a, a drastic change. Like, and then at the time 
we was getting just a bunch of like albums just full of hits or we mm-hmm. getting like a album just full of songs where you can just skip like there's not really no coherent coherence like you just mm-hmm. you can just get to you just turn to a song and just thing but when he came out with this shit bro it was like Jesus Christ man I mean um, and then every song on here is complete fire. Just like Good Kid, Mad City, every single song here is complete fire, bro. Right. Wesley Theory, Institutionalized, These Walls, For Free, You Ain't Gotta Lie. All of these songs are absolute classics to me. Um, for one, I will have to go with Mortal Man. Um, mm. um, yeah, that, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. I ain't gonna lie, that's my favorite too. Yeah, Mortal Man, bro. And then the fact, that, and the fact that this nigga is able to make an album with 12 minute songs on the shit and niggas is still like this man is a complete genius you know what I'm saying like ain't nobody can do that especially in 2015 ain't no nigga it's hard to hold the attention of of, um, people for that long especially once yeah but Mortal Man the way he way he put everything together um the way he the, the the everything came together so perfectly um, the album, um, uh, just um, asking Tupac like you know certain questions that is extremely relatable to today's age, like which which probably solidified Tupac as like probably one of the greatest influential uh, rappers and, and and leaders of all time in the hip hop community. <laughs> like um, the way he just put that together was insane. Um, yeah, Mortal Man is definitely my favorite song off this album. Uh, which is hard. Yeah. It's hard for me to say it's that. Hard. Yeah, really hard. It's a lot of, but Mortal Man pretty much encapsulates the whole album and like, and it's a good closer song, right? Yeah, I which really is really it. important. Like it, it closes the album really well, and the whole dialogue of the whole album being you know pieces of a poem, and it, him wrapping it all up in a good way because you know throughout the whole album, he's quoting pieces of a poem that he wrote. And, you know, you're anticipating on, like, you know, what's going to be the end game of all of this to build up, you know what I mean, throughout mm-hmm. the album. And I felt like he did it well um, ending it in Mortal Man. I felt like that was the the perfect closer to a up-and-down album as far as not being good, like, saying it was good and then bad. But as far as, like, it'll have its high moments to, like, um, you know, we're going to be all right. And then it'll have its humbling songs, like, you ain't got to lie and these walls and, and all of that shit. So it'll go from like, you know, King Kuta to feeling like the man on top of the world. And then it'll go to fucking, um, fucking, um, what's the song where he was talking to himself? These walls. Like, it was just a, a mix of emotions and a roller coaster ride in the album. So they ended off with Mortal Man and that was just a great fucking ending. And to, to my, to my knowledge, to me, Personally, this is my favorite album. Like, this is with how you make a great fucking album, and to take a big risk like this with the sound and switching everything up, it should be commended. And I feel like artists should do that a lot more. I'm like, even you, yeah. when Kanye did it with Yeezus, like I appreciate Yeezus more now. I still don't think it's his greatest album. Yeah, but um, I feel like it was a it was a it was a good album. It wasn't the best. But I felt like he actually stepped out of his comfort zone. And a lot of artists, they'll just go with what's working Mm. and they won't change and they'll get stale after a while. So I appreciate him doing that. And it worked. 
So I feel like this is a certified classic up there with Good Kid, Bad City, in my in my opinion. What about so? What's your what's your favorite what's your favorite song? Is it is it Mortal Man or what, what's your favorite song? Yeah, it was Mortal Man. Yeah, oh, Mortal Man. Okay. Yep. What, what's your least favorite? Least I don't know because I like I literally like this is why it's my favorite because this is the only album of Kendrick's that I like every song on the album. Yeah, your least favorite could be the, the 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 least song you 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 listen to, or like you know what I'm saying. Like it could be it could be anything. It really not to be like you hate it. You know what I'm saying. I know that, but I'm just that. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I was just throwing that out there. Like my least favorite is hard. Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Damn, that's hard. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know, bro. I'm looking and I listen to all of these shits. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. You go first. You start going. Yeah, I'm gonna say institu- institutionalized. And that one too with Snoop, is, which is hard. It's hard to say because that's kind of like the foundation. It's kind of like the foundation of the. It's kind of like the foundation of the of the of the whole album. But yeah, it's yeah. My, it's the it's the least one. Oh, it is either that or these walls for me. So. I'm gonna go with. I'll probably it. say these walls. All right. So if you're gonna say these walls, I'm gonna say institution, mm-hmm. institutionalized. Yeah, institutionalized. Yeah. That's at least that's a I, maybe like the beat. I, I really I wasn't really uh, you know fine with the beat. Like mm-hmm. I remember every other beat on this on this album except for um, institutionalized. And also, I want before we move on to the next album, um, I want to mm-hmm. shout out to you because you is definitely up there with those. Those sad, like crying songs, definitely up yeah. there for me. And um, he uh, was crazy. Yeah, it's com- it, that was that, that's the most creative song off this on this album. Yeah, that's, what, was, that's it's, what it was. It's wild. the most creative, most technically creative song. Then the beat switch up, like he talking himself, like yeah. drunk in the mirror, yeah, like bro. having some, you know, some self doubt and and regretfulness. It's it's just real. You don't want to Oscar for that shit, bro. Deadass. Yeah, that was a good ass song. Did he ever make a video for that? I don't. I think he he combined it. Oh, okay, okay. He combined it with something like he did some <laughs> shit with it. Um, did you listen to Untitled Unmastered? I have. I have. Okay, so, um, you know, forgive me. Um, I. I know this is this. I guess this is this throwaways. What this throw? Yeah. Like to, uh, the one thing I gotta say about this um this compilation album. I guess they call mm-hmm. it a compilation album. Um, the throwaway. This is his throwaways, and if this is his throwaways, <laughs> a lot of rappers are in trouble got, at yeah, the time. Like, like this is this is more of a complete album than most niggas be having with throwaways, bro. I remember um track seven. That's uh-huh. the only, that's like probably like the only one I can distinctively remember. I remember when he put it, he put it on. He uh, did this live performance on Jimmy Kimmel, uh-huh. and um, man, that shit blew me the fuck away, bro. Like as far as like seeing seeing like a, a, a live presence of what he did with that song, and I wish he kind of did it on seven, on uh-huh. the seventh track. But he did fuse it, like he he fused a few songs on that track. But yeah, that was the track that he did a lot for on Jimmy Kimmel, and that was yeah. like on that song I I played that nonstop. So I'm gonna go with Untitled Number Seven as my mm. favorite song off this um track. I think Mars is entitled Untitled Number Eight. I don't know if because this nigga has it literally untitled, but I don't know if that's the song where he's like um 
walking around with them good faces, set them down on my luck, and something I gotta have. I think that's in, in title eight, but that's my favorite song. Yeah. It's a really good upbeat song. You could tell it's a throwaway though. It could have been on to to uh, Pepper Butterfly because I think these are throwaways for to, to Pepper Butterfly, right? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, so I feel like it had the same vibe to Pepper Butterfly. It was an upbeat song that really had like a fucking good message to it, and it's a catchy ass song. I love that shit. That's probably my favorite one. But like you said, bro, if this is his throwaways, bro, and bro, this is better than a lot of niggas four albums, <laughs> bro. That, which is crazy. And it's funny because most of these songs that he that he made were around um, 2014. Wow! Yeah, See? around 2014. So like, it was only one song that he made in 2013. Because with the with the untitled, he puts like the dates that he that it was made. Yeah, but yeah, this 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 album, that album was, it was a good, yeah, that was a good that was a pretty good album. It was a pretty good album to hold us over to the next one. Okay, so damn. What do you think about damn? Damn was probably my one of my least favorite Kendrick albums. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a bad album. Like I don't think I've ever listened to a bad album of Kendrick that was like this is a terrible fucking album. It was just my least favorite album. Um but it had a lot of good gems on this album to a lot of great fucking songs. Yeah. Um, my favorite would probably be Fear. Mm, I feel yeah. like that was my favorite. It was just a real ass song, and I could relate to it a lot. Everything he was talking about, as far as having fear of like, you know, being like not useful or just fearful of even being fearful of his own success. You know what I'm saying? It, it was just a great fucking song. The the um the beat was really a eerie type vibe, but it was like a dope ass soulful eerie type vibe that I liked and fear. It was a really great song. It was one of his longest songs, if I remember correctly. But it was a really good song. Yeah, it, it was. But, it was. It's, it's, yeah. it's the longest song on the album. Yeah. So like that song was a really good fucking song. He had a lot of good songs that I enjoy too, like Humble, even Love. Like, and I'm usually not into the, like, you know, the, those types, but yeah. he had a pretty, he had some, some real good shit on him, but to me, it's one of my least favorite Kendrick albums. Yeah, I think it has to be my least favorite Kendrick album, if I'm being, if I had to rank them, it will probably be my least favorite. I mean, again, bro, like, niggas, least favorite album for Kendrick is like, I mean, this it's nigga, still a good album. This nigga dead ass wanna like, yeah. This is, I think, I think for me, I don't, I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat with you. Um, mm-hmm. Not as this is probably my second least favorite album. Okay. Um, uh, but as far as like, I can, I do. Um, uh, Quawi, uh, I think Quawi. I hope I'm saying it right. Um, mm. uh, he said on Facebook one time when it came out, when this when this album came out, he said um, that. Um, damn, well, he liked fear. Yeah. He said fear is, um, probably like Kendrick's best written song. And I mm-hmm. 100% agree with that. That, I think this whole album is like his best written stuff on the album because the way yeah, he was I able agree. to, yeah, the that. way he was able to, um, um, translate it 
uh, for because this, this is this is his most successful album as well. Like it is, yeah, it's his most successful without a, without a doubt, most successful album. You know what it is? I think it's because it's keep coming off the two back to back classics. So it's yeah. like because I remember this, people was anticipating this album because mm-hmm. I don't think people was really fans of Untitled. Which is, you know, it's a good reason why not to, because it's just a bunch of throwaways. Yeah. So a lot of people was um, wanted a real, like, full-length project. So I, I feel like that kind of contributed to the success of this album, which is well-deserved. Because, like, nigga, you, you're coming back from two back-to-back classic albums. Like, niggas going to want to hear your shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't understand why people are saying, like, oh, he doesn't come out with a lot of music. Like, he's been coming out cons- pretty consistently from... Like if yeah, you, it's I like look, two year, this, one look, year, two year gaps. Yeah. I think the longest gap was Damn and Mr. Morale. Yeah, exactly. That's the longest gap. I mean, no, nah, because gap. you had last, 2016, he put out Untitled. 2015, yeah. he put out To People Butterfly. And then... No, yeah, no, I'm I'm saying, like, those are consistent. I'm just saying his longest was like three between Damn and Miss, like, recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Damn came out 2017, Mr. Morale came out last year. Yeah. So that's, like, his longest gap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As far as album goes, he was, he still was on like songs and you know like putting out like you know little freestyles and shit. But like he has he's I like I agree like he's been consistent. Like I'm he like, just don't release an album every year. I feel yeah. like people are used to that. Like oh you gotta release an album like every year. And it should be garbage. But we're gonna save that for another artist that I don't know. <laughs> oh no, this nigga. This nigga. Um, <laughs> So with them, I'm gonna go with oh man, it's hard to choose. I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with DNA. I'm gonna go with the single the single. Mm. Yeah. DNA was fire. DNA, I mean that 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 second that second uh transition like was incredible. Um Yeah. He really killed it. I really loved the music video for this one too. Like when when Schoolboy Q came out and started uh Throwing up his signs like his Hoover, he's talking his shit. Mm. Um, and then like you had uh, what's his name? Uh, Don Cheeto. <laughs> yeah, Don Cheeto. I never really seen the music video. I might have to tap in. I never seen it. Yeah, it's a it's a cool it's a cool music video. Like he had like the whole TDE and like his homies in the video. But um, yeah, DNA DNA is definitely my favorite. Like he just went ballistic. Like it was kind of mm. like one. It's kind of like a, a breath of fresh air because, um. Like, you know, because him making To Be With Butterfly, like, um, he usually have a song like that where he just go insane. <laughs> he, yeah. So, yeah, I, I really enjoy that. And um, my least favorite is definitely Loyalty. I absolutely hate that song. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. I feel I like that, that was just song. supposed to be like a radio hit. Yeah, I, I hated it, bro. I hate that. He yeah. Did. He did not have to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he did not have to do that, bro. But... That's probably my least favorite too. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with. Lord. It wasn't a bad song. I get what he was was trying to get with it. I feel like that was just like a radio hit, and that was just something like to draw people into the album. Like that's one of the songs you definitely knew before even listening to the album, because you know it got a big star on it, Rihanna, legend. You know it got Rihanna on it, and it's a it's it's a solid song. But I'd agree that would be my least favorite song too. Absolutely. Um, so now we got Mr. Morales and the Big Steppers. Now this um, uh, is my least favorite album. Mm. Um, I can see that. I feel like a lot of people feel that way too. I just don't get it, bro. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I love Kendrick Lamar. I just don't get this fucking album. I don't I understand feel like it. This album and I feel like it's outdated. I feel like it's really outdated, bro. Like, the the uh even even the music videos for these some of these songs was extremely like weird like it was just like it was just i didn't i didn't understand it i didn't get it i didn't get what was the making what was the making for this album i didn't understand maybe um it was just like to share his pain you know what i'm saying and maybe i'm being a little bit selfish you know what i'm saying because maybe just this album he was we went through a lot he went through a lot and he just yeah because it's the most personal album today it's his personal album. Yeah, I can. This see is his personal album today. It's a more vulnerable album. It's a real personal type trauma. It's based off like what I got from it. It's based off like past trauma, childhood trauma, and what it makes people today. That's what I really got from this song. Especially listening to shit like Auntie Diaries, or um, what's the shit when he was like. When he was talking about when he was a kid, like he would have lines when like yo, my mama family ties, my mama got hit. I should have grabbed the gun, but I was only five. Like domestic violence, you know, um, sexual, you know, getting like what a molestation, like him being, well, his mom accusing his cousin of molesting him because it's a whole family trauma of, of their his mom being touched when she was a kid. It's a real personal album. Yeah, and I feel like he did that. You know, um, da- um, sons having daddy issues instead of always being the daughters and them trying to equate to being a man because they didn't have a father or like it, it was a real like it took me. I had to really listen to it to understand and I can relate to it because a lot of people, um, as far especially in black communities, it's like a lot of, of us are told like, you know, we black, we tough. We just deal with it and we get stronger from it, but we don't really ever talk about it. Yeah. And I feel like that was his stance as far as the therapy angle, which is a lot of black people feel like, you know, therapy is only for crazy people, you know, or not even just going to the site, just talking about it in general. We don't really talk about our problems like that. And if we do, we like, you know what? That's just part of being black. That's just part of being in the hood. We got a lot of, uh, trauma we got to deal with. We got it tougher than a lot of people, and and especially men, because men don't really want to talk about shit like that. And even yeah. if it did happen, who wants to, you know what I mean, say it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Even dealing with growing up and having like um, when he was talking about his cousin and 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 his aunt, you know what I mean, and them identifying themselves or as gay or whatever and dealing with that in the oh, community. Auntie's diary. Yeah, I remember. Auntie Diary yeah. I Auntie Diaries was was crazy to me. And yeah, um yeah. the toxic relationships and, and it, it's a real personal album and I really like this album. And I know a lot of people don't like it, but this is probably one of my favorites too. I wouldn't put it over um Good Kid or To Pimp, but I will have it um probably third for me personally i come back to listening to this album a lot but i could get why a lot of people don't like it because it's it could be like um maybe if like i guess it's just too much it's too much drama for me for me it's just too much yeah like, but it's, it, just... it's like it's a real it's i don't feel like it was just drama for the sake of drama i feel like it yeah, was just real. like yeah it's a per it's a real personal album and a lot of people who can relate to it will really 
know what the hell he's talking about, but it's a lot of people that probably just haven't like gone through that or probably they just don't really want to hear that. You know what exactly. I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm pretty sure people, so you know, this, this type of trauma, like I, so this type of trauma from, uh, uh, that I, because because I, I i get it right i get it. it's a lot of trauma he's, he's like going through a lot of things but to me the, the it, when it made me feel very outdated is because um you see that in a lot of movies as well especially like in like 90s movies like you see like movies where they show you a lot of trauma they show you trauma that of course a lot of people have experienced and people go through it but it's just too, it's like it's like trauma porn you know what i'm saying yeah it's like a Tyler yeah. perry movie you know, like oh, this is we ain't gonna we ain't gonna disrespect. No, no, I'm not not disrespecting. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not saying is. I'm not saying is the is. I cannot compare it, but yeah, yeah nah, I get what you're like, saying. It's just it's just a little bit too much, and I guess you know it's just not for me. You know what I'm saying? I see that, but I feel like it's a good mix, though. I feel like it's not just trauma based, though. especially during the end of the album with shit like Mirror, Count Me Out, Rich Spirit. You know what I mean? He has it's an up and down album. It's like he's basically trying to um and this is why I, I, I wouldn't say it's trauma based because one is real so it's not like he's saying and like he's just like putting like, Oh, I was raped and all of that shit oh, like yeah, for yeah, shock I value. I know that. Yeah, I know that I know yeah. I know I know that. Two, I feel like it's more relatable is because he's saying shit like he's trying to equate what he's going through with success, which I can see a lot of people doing. Like, and and as far as, like, rappers go, like, you know, they may have a good childhood and they would equate all of that to being like, well, fuck it, I'm successful now. Or I could, I could get my, um, bury my insecurities by having a lot of money drooling and fucking a lot of bitches, yeah. which I see everybody doing. Like, well, not everybody, but, like, most, like, people with a lot of money do. They'll equate their value or their morale or how they feel with their success financially and how many bitches they fucking and shit like that. So I like the way it ended because it, it had its sad songs, but it wasn't really a lot of super crazy, super like down mellow songs. He has shit like um, Savior. He has shit like um, even the whole We Cry Together song was kind of dope with the toxic relationship like with them arguing and shit, but then he'll end it with a song like Purple Hearts with Summer Walker, which was like, you know, they made up and it's crazy. It was a good ass song with Summer Walker and Ghostface. And then he had Die Hard, which was kind of like a up-tempo type beat. At the same time, Rich Spirit was a fun song. It, I think it was a, a balanced song. I feel like you should, you should you should give it another chance to actually like listen to it again. It was one of my favorites. I liked I liked it. Nah, but I can see, I can see, I can see the the pushback on it as well. So I'm not mad at it. You know what I mean? No, understandable. Like, yeah, it was just like, to be honest with you, I, you know, yeah, I, man, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything like fucked up. Nah, speak your mind. Speak, um, speak how you your I opinion. Hold you, bro. Like, it's that, your opinion at the that, end of the day. That, uh, that Ghostface killer verse was. Well, but you're not really a big fan of Ghostface. No, no, I'm a big fan. I'm not I'm a fan of Ghostface. It was just, it was just dog shit to me. Like I, I like it was just wasn't. I, I just wasn't. I just wasn't feeling it, bro. Like I just wasn't feeling it. But um, <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't feeling the album. You know what I'm saying? Like it just wasn't. It just wasn't for my for my taste. But the way you the way you describing it, oh yeah. Um, it I definitely understand. 
And right. like I said, it's just it was just I, I, for me. I, I I felt trauma porn. Yeah, that's that's what I felt to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I didn't I, like. Yeah, listen to it again. It's just too much, bro. It's just too much. Too much trauma. It, it, I don't think it was too much though. It wasn't like the only thing he was really talking about as far as his trauma was basically, you know, black black kids growing up in that mm. environment, which is normal. To, like, well, it shouldn't be normal. But it's like, basically, like, yo, we need to talk our issues out. Um, daddy issues with kid, with sons is, is a prevalent thing. Things like that. It wasn't really super like, yo, I got raped on the bed. Because even when he was talking about the... Um, his mom thinking his cousin touched him. He's saying his cousin didn't really touch him, but it's just, you know, she been through that. So she's more overprotective of her kids because oh, she been through it. Okay. You okay. get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm Cause he wasn't, he didn't get touched. Cause remember if you like, um, if you hear the album, he's like, you know, my cousin, he, he didn't do it. I said he didn't do it, but his mom's got touched. So it's like, she's more overprotective over her kid because of what she went through. And it kind of trickles down to a generation of like, well, was I, was I not? Da, da, da. Like, well, now I got to look at people different now because of that. But I'm listening, even after, I'm listening to it again. I'm listening. Cause I didn't yeah. catch that. I didn't catch that. I, I, I caught, I caught when he, when he, when he said like, he got touched and stuff like that, but I thought it was like real. So like, cause, cause me and Larice was talking about that, but I like, I didn't like, the way you put it, breaking it down, like it seemed yeah. like you really took your time to understand, like break down everything. In the yeah, because I, I I listened to the album multiple times. So what's your so favorite? Song? Like, what's your favorite song on this album? Um, I like the Mirror. That's my favorite song. The end of it because it all um ends it off. I love a good ending. Like just we were talking about Mortal Man. Yeah. And Mirror, like him saying, "I choose me. I'm sorry." Like after going through everything he's been through. And basically, it, it concludes to him like being a better father for his kids that he has now. So everything he's learned growing up from his moms, and even though they wasn't perfect, he feels like you know what? Because his songs on here too, and I think you could relate to this too. It's a song where he was like, um, I think it was Crown, where he was basically he don't really talk to people, but people could come talk to him. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's more like giving like his time and his advice and his, whether it's financially and money to other people, but he's not talking to other people. You get what I'm saying? Or he don't have nobody that he could spill all of this shit out, but everybody spills his they shit out to him. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So when Mira came out, when he said, I choose me, I'm sorry. It's like, yo, at now I'm choosing myself and I'm choosing like to live for me, my kids and my family. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that was a perfect song and it's a real up, it's an upbeat song compared to the other ones. And, um, I like that. That was my favorite to end it off, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of message. It's more than just trauma. It's, it's, it's trauma. It's coming back from trauma. It's dealing with it when you get older it's how you deal with success. When you get the success, do you mask it like with, with everything you've been through? You know, trying to help people by trying to it's a lot of shit. It's a really personal deep album, I feel like. I feel like it's oh, one man, of his got, more personal. Make me want to listen to that shit again. I yeah, will, like I will, for right now, I will go to I will go with Rich Spirit. Rich Spirit is probably my favorite song off this album. Yeah, um, it's just it, it, it sound it sounds so. 
don't know. It's just, for me, it's just, it just sounds so, um, it's, a, it's, it's extremely smooth. Like, it's like a, it's a very smooth, that's one of the most like, that's that's a fun song but yeah it's an extremely fun song to, to listen yeah. to and it's like rich spirit broke phone rich nigga that. broke phone like that and i'm telling you it goes into the album too like i'm rich but i'm still you know what i mean like trying to trying to keep the balance of that shit and then it goes straight to we cry together we arguing with the who's taylor page i gotta look into is she an artist no, she's. An I don't actress. think she's an artist. She's she, she's, she's trash. <laughs> she's an artist. She's she's a she's she's a she's a actress. Oh, actress. Oh, um, oh well, yeah. This is my first time hearing her. She, I mean, she did well on that song. Like, she she really feel. I mean, she really sound convincing on that song. That was dope. Into no, the trans- no, no offense, but you know, it's a little bit different when you you know in a studio like. Like, uh, like, why you rolling? Why you shitting on Taylor Listen, Page? Taylor that. Page is trash, bro. I, I'm not gonna hold you. She's a trash actress, bro. Not, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like it is what it is, oh, bro. Like man. I can't, I can't. You know, this, I'm, I'm telling you, bro. I'm Calm telling down. you. All right, you what? Yo, I'm telling you. I'm <laughs> telling you, bro. She's like Michael <laughs> B. Jordan. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, we can have another podcast. We could do that. I watched her. I watched her, bro. I watched the act, bro. She's not. She's... All right. Well, as far as her on the album, I like pretty her though. She's pretty girl. I liked her on the album. I feel like her thing was convincing. I don't feel like you could just get anybody in there to do that. I feel like a whole bunch of bitches would probably would have stole it. But <laughs> um, yeah, I just feel like it was one of his more personal albums, and it was a more um a real. It was a real ass album. That's the simplest way I could put it. What's your, least, what's your least favorite? What's your least favorite album? I mean, least favorite song off this album. My least favorite song would probably be um Crown. Even though I liked it, that was the song where I was saying like he always trying to help people because you know he's rich now, mm-hmm. so he feels like he has to like try to save everybody like that's the song he's like i can't i can't uh save everybody like that song yeah. like that was probably my least favorite one but it was a good song to me though mm. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna go we cry together um we cry together oh because you hate for taylor page no i don't hate taylor page i i, I that all right when i heard we cry together um i think that's when like listen to the album kind of went downhill for me you know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, because that reminded me of for free. Like, that was like a a for free moment for me in this album. I gotta disagree with that, man. For real? Yeah, I gotta disagree with that because because like we cry together. It was, um, I think, like I said, I, it was just too outdated. You know what I'm saying for me? Like, like it was. It, it could have been good. It could have been good, but. It was just certain things that he was saying, kind of like, like, like for instance, like when she was talking about, like, um, uh, uh, what did she say? What did she say? Um, fuck, what did she say? Um, when she was talking about, um, uh, fuck, I'm being put on the spot. I'm, I'm putting myself <laughs> on the fucking spot. Damn, I just had it too, man. Fuck. Um, but anyway, I, I get back to that. I get back to the one I think. But 
Um, I think for me, like, especially like the the fuck you bitch and the fuck you nigga, I really right. didn't like that. Like, it was it was just like, I don't know, man. Like, it just it was it just sound it just sounds so like nineties to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just sound like a it sound like I was watching fucking um Boys in the Hood and some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like. It was it was just I I didn't fuck with it like that. It didn't I didn't it didn't, if you saw the music video, it's so awkward. Nah, I don't really be watching music videos. I gotta start. Yeah, it's, it's very them. it's very awkward, bro. Like that whole uh, that that song, it could have been good. It could have been really good. It was. But just you don't think that me. that that's a that's what I think that's kind of genius if it's awkward to be honest, because it's kind of like you ever seen people arguing before. Oh, absolutely. Like you ever been in the middle absolutely. of an argument before? Like that's what that conveys, like awkwardness. This like, is too much, bro. Like yeah, I, I don't know what I'm you know saying. What I don't know what to say when I'm here. But I gotta watch the video. I never seen the video, so I, maybe I have to watch it. Yeah, it was just, it was just too, it was just too much. Like some of the, like some of these, like the cringe moments. Like I know it's supposed to be cringe. Like it's supposed to be like a very bad. But I just think he just overdid it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't like, I don't like music like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like music when you just overdo things and like, you just like, could put this like trauma or put this, like, have this argument. Like, I mean, that's how, it, I understand that's how arguments go. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, for a lot of people, a lot in like, toxic relationships, but it's just too fucking much, bro. Like, <laughs> like, I, I just think it's some things that he just could have, could have like, cut off. You know what I'm saying with this with that song, but yeah, that's that's my least favorite. Mm, okay. Um, and um, you didn't think some of the lines were a little cheesy, like even like even like with like what Kendrick was talking about, like 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 out like uh, women don't really um, feature on each other's albums, and um, when she was talking about like when she was talking about like um uh. Uh, something about her energy or something like that. I, I I got I gotta listen to it again. But yeah, I, I wasn't fucking with it, bro. When I was listening to that shit, bro, that's just bottom line, bro. I'm not gonna try to come here and try to come with some type of like explanation. But yeah, I, I just I just wasn't I just this wasn't pleasing to my ears. To be honest with you, um, uh, he did have some, but he did have some like, but we probably got I think um, uh, Alchemist. I think Alchemist has something to do with that beat. Alchemist has something to do with We yeah. Cry. Yeah, We Cry Together. So I really I really like the beat. The beat was fire. The beat was yeah. absolutely fire. It's just what he did with it was just like, his delivery was just off. Like, that's why, that was like one of the first songs by Kendrick yeah. that was like, hmm, this is a little bit off. Like, oh, okay. I mean, that's off. a fair assessment. I mean, I, yeah, it's a fair assessment. Yeah. I just thought it was uh, an entertaining intro to um purple hearts um i thought it was a funny a funny type song it was a little relatable you know of people arguing just talking shit because most of the time when you argue you're saying random shit anyway just to get other people's skin yeah but it's um but at the same time i can see like how you see that as far as like a of uh lyrics wise but yeah yeah lyrics didn't really do much for me it's one of my favorites though i feel like it's the, the album, I like the, I really like the album. There's some good parts and we cry together. I'm not gonna hold you. There's some good parts, but then it's just like parts like okay, he's overdoing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish he had cut it down a little bit, and maybe I like it a little bit more. But yeah, 
But I. So you would say this is your least favorite? This whole album or that song? The whole album. Yeah, Mr. Morales of the Big Set is definitely my least favorite Kendrick Lamar um song. Like, I mean album. Um, okay. Uh, I, I I only listened to it twice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe I need to listen again. Maybe like that third, fourth, or fifth, or whatever. Listen. Mm-hmm. I'ma um I'ma I'ma enjoy it. I'ma understand. Well, the way you broke it down, man, man, it's unprecedented, bro. Like that yeah. is like you. But I listened <laughs> to the album because man, we have a Kendrick album in a minute. So I listened to this album. A lot, probably like more than eight times. I listened to it, yeah, like in its entirety. So I'm t- like, I'm sorry, I'm I don't understand it. No, no, go ahead. No, no, what you say? I want you to finish what you're saying. No, so yeah, so I had like a kind of like a understanding of it more because I I kind of feel like that's how I did, like how you did, like this how I did. Um, Good Kid, Mad City. When I first listened to Good Kid, Mad City, I was like, yeah. That's you know it's funny. That's how I felt about Good Kid, Mad City when I first. I'm like, it's just too much trying to be like the the news reporter or the hood type shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's how I felt. Like it was like, ugh. Like I it, I felt like it was like, oh, I know a homie that did this type shit. Like, but then when I really <laughs> when I really listened to it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, okay, well he's actually talking like some 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 shit. You could tell he actually was in those type situations. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I got an appreciation for it, and I listened to the album a lot because I, I wasn't really listening to any other albums that came out that year. I think probably a Cole album. I think I heard Drake's album, but I really like it. And uh, it was another person album I was listening to. But yeah, so I I, I kind of like got to like at least my assessment. I'm not saying like that's what he was thinking when he was writing it, but like you know what I mean. That's what I what I I got from it. Man, I wish Kendrick came out with some more albums, man. Like it's just, it's crazy. It's it's kind of crazy, like to see like that he was very consistent. But then it's like, damn, he only have seven albums. He literally only have seven albums. I mean, cause he's, I, I feel like it's cause he keep trying to push himself. Not fair. So it's like, I don't think his albums would be as good if he came out with them every year. Okay. So I think they'd be good, but I don't think they'd be like Good Kid, Mad City type good, Pimple Butterfly type good. Like I feel like t- albums like that, you gotta damn it try to be perfect. Like you know what I mean? Take your time. You know, no, all his, all his, all his albums are personal. All his albums are extremely personal. The way he's going yeah. Time, yeah. But it's funny. It's funny that Drake makes the same album. Like he makes the same kind of like, like content, but. It just doesn't hit the same. Like, why do you think that, like, why do you think, like, Drake, like, when Drake makes albums, it doesn't hit, like, with Kendrick's? Like, even though it's supposed to be personal. Um, well, I can't say that. That's, like, really subjective. Because I don't think it probably hits. It, it hits It hits to somebody. I mean, it's it, relatable. It's relatable, it, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm just because saying. Because he, like, he, he has a fan base. A, a, a large fan base, larger than Kendrick's, right? Yeah. So it's like, probably like personally to us, like it doesn't hit, because I, I got a lot of Drake songs I relate to too. I'll be on my shit too. I feel like, you know, you know, I've, how I feel about the women. He, 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 he's really good with that. But like, um, I feel like the, the, the Drake problem with me is he became too comfortable. But at the same time, it's like, if, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. But it's like, 
I feel like Drake has the ability to do that as well, though. I feel like Drake is a really talented artist, but he's just comfortable in his own skin. Like, he's like, why the fuck I gotta change? Like, I could shit on a beat, and people would, like, <laughs> be like, this is the number one album of all time. You know what I'm saying? That's my only gripe with Drake. I'm like, yo, he has all of the tools. He has all of the connections. Every Who don't want a, a Drake record, right? Yeah. Or who don't want to make a beat for Drake? Like, he has all of those tools, but I feel like he's just too stale. And his album's becoming, his album's has been becoming uh, more and more, like, kind of like, eh. But the, the one I heard with 21, I actually like that album. Yeah, yeah, me too. I actually like that album, and, that, and that's like a, a prime example of like Drake being being what he can be. But it's like his fans kind of enable him too. It's like they just eat up whatever the fuck he 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 puts out. But at the same time, I can't. If that's what they like, that's what they like. Mm-hmm. But that, that that's a whole nother discussion. Like we could do the same thing. Like we could do a Drake album breakdown if you want on it on the next one. Yeah, I'm gonna do we that live because I already I already put out the one with me and Devin and. Things. So I'm a, I'm a, we we gonna go through these. I, what I'm gonna do is, which is which is fun about these, like doing stuff like this. Like we can. Yeah, this back. is like a good series. Like you can do this with a bunch of artists. Yeah, yeah, we. I'm already. Yeah, I'm already on you with. It. I'm already on that. Like, but yeah. I, we can. We can. The thing is, that what I like about it is that we can come back and we can add another person and see what right. they think. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, like yeah, it's endless. True. Like this is like endless. Like we can literally come oh. back to Good Kid, Mad City. And I could probably like at that time I probably or probably listen relist because I didn't re-listen to these songs. I just like going through like just memory. So I was right. going through like memory, like like because I haven't listened to Pimp Butterfly in years, bro. Like <laughs> literally yeah. like years. But um, uh, yeah, like I I, I get you. I, I think I think the reason why I asked that question was because you know like. It's just like you were saying, bro, like artists like with Kendrick, I, I, I really, he's one of my favorite. The reason why he's one of my favorite artists of all time is because he, he has, he does not have a fear of, 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 of trying to go to the next level with his art, bro. And that's like the number one thing that I admire from any artist, bro. I even like, like, you know, I love Death Grips. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love Experimental. And Kendrick Lamar, he does that on every single album. There's not one album that he does not experiment on. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the reason why I'm not really a fan of Drake. Because I don't feel like Drake experiment enough. I feel like Drake is just at a, a point where he's just... And I, I mean, to me, to, to be honest, like I, 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 to be honest, I don't think he ever experimented really on an album. You know what I'm saying? Like really experiment, like really say, like you know what? Fuck all this, like you know, mainstream shit. I'm just gonna go into the studio and be like, like, like fuck it. I'm gonna experiment. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm experimenting on different sounds and flows and different types of shit. Like I'm not gonna. But like, I think fuck. I think he does that. Hit hit me out, right? I think. <laughs> His level of doing that is kind of different, though. Okay. Like, he'll do it, but most people will be like, he's biting. What's hot? Nah, nah, but so, like, when he, when he do, like, like remember, even with the, um, even with the album, what's the shit that I, I hated that album, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, the, the recent one he did before, um, Your Loss, when he was doing all that house music shit. Oh, honestly, never mind. I hated that fucking album. 
But it was an experiment, though, bro. Like that wasn't like that wasn't him like really going into the studio. Like that was. I him feel just like, like it was. I, I feel like that. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know what Drake that was, but I didn't like that one. He was just. He was just trying to capture the moment. He was just trying to capture the moment. No, like, but that's what I was saying. Like his type of experiment is like trying on what's was new or was hot. Yeah. So it's like, in a way, it's experimenting. But like some people would say, it's biting. Like because it's like oh you just doing that because that's the new sound. Yeah, but it's, it's not it's, it's not it's not really coming from his own brain. It's like it's kind of like a fact. It's kind of like a it's like it's like it's like he it's like I feel like Drake. I feel like the real reality of Drake is that this nigga goes into like this office. He goes on like the fiftieth floor, and he has twelve board members, right? <laughs> and they just sit down and like okay, this is what we're gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's what I feel, of, and I. It's just that's the reason why I don't feel personally connected to this nigga, bro. Because it's not a personal <laughs> shot. It's not a personal shot, bro. That's not how I feel, bro. This is the Kendrick Lamar episode. You bringing this light skinned nigga? You, you take, you take no, but that's why I'm appreciating Kendrick because Kendrick. He's an actual. He's an actual fucking artist, bro. He's an actual so Drake, nigga. Drake not an artist, Carter. I don't feel it. I don't. Re- I don't I feel it. I don't respect it, bro. I don't respect his artistry. I'll be honest. With you. I'm being honest with you, bro. I don't respect his artistry. I feel like Drake is an artist. I feel like he's a really great artist. I just feel like he's, he's a just... really great artist. All right, so let me ask you a question, right? You don't get this far. I'm telling you, you don't get this far and this consistent the way Drake. It's really hard to do shit like that, Cutter. Bro, who's who else is doing it? When well, when you say who else is doing it, you got to say big names, Jay Z, niggas like that, Wayne when he had his little one. Well, I'm not even gonna say little one because Wayne's a legend, but Wayne when he had his Carter one, it's hard to do shit like that. Uh, no, 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 listen, listen, listen. Drake's been doing it for years I've... since we left. We graduated high school on Drake. That nigga's still going, bro. We about to we about to hit thirty. <laughs> Hey, that is crazy. I ain't going with that. That's crazy. I ain't going with you. That was a, you remember that Young Money era? Like, that, oh, that I hated hit, that fucking era. But you about to hit thirty, bro, and Drake's still here. You would you would you be honest? Would you thought he would have still been where he at right now? No. And look at the look at his peers that been with him. Who stuck with him? I mean, J. Besides Cole, J. Cole's Kendrick, still here. J. Yeah, Cole, Kendrick. Besides Kendrick and Cole. Who else? Who else? Lil B, Lil B still here, bro. But, bro, um, cut it out. <laughs> but <laughs> no, but yeah, it, let's get back to Kendrick. Like Kendrick, yeah, yeah. yeah, Kendrick is just a he, he's a he's a real artist, bro. He's just a real I got he's, he's authentic, bro. He's like fucking he's like going to Italy and trying Italian fucking food, bro. Like he's just like he's he's authentic, bro. He's a, a very authentic artist. He's a very like he, he like his his like even 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 I you know I shit on Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers or whatever. Like he's not my favorite, but I respect mm. the fuck out of him for making a song like this and putting his pain and trauma and all of these his thoughts and whatever yeah. and yeah, making just... it creative, bro. Like mm. Kendrick is Kendrick is is a is one of those artists of a lifetime, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's one of those artists yeah, of a lifetime, bro. Just like just like Kanye. Um, even like Jay Z, you know what I'm saying? Like, even like Jay Z, like Kendrick is just one of them guys, bro. Like Jay Z, Kendrick, I would say like artists like that, Kanye, Jay Z, Kendrick, Cole. I even I say Wayne. 
Wayne too, Fuck yeah. Him. Wayne's very, extremely creative, bro. Wayne, like it. It's a lot of it's. We got a lot of good artists. We got to put some respect on these artists. I know a lot of people like to go back into the old days. You know the safe picks, Pop, um, yeah. Nas, Jay Z. Of course, you know they solidified already. Yeah. But as far as like our era, we got a lot of legends. Like I don't think Jay Z is really our era. He just kind of like still like is. Yeah, he's just, like, he's just iconic at this point. Like, yeah, he's like just Michael iconic. Jordan, yeah, but like Michael as far Jordan. as like minus jay-z and nas like the legends you know I me mean? i feel like we got some living legends Absolutely. in the form of wayne cole kendrick yay 50 mm-hmm. um even nikki um you know drake even though you don't want to put drake there drake we got a few well, drake is a legend drake okay is okay so legend. you agree with, you agree to that then drake is definitely a legend Okay, but okay. He's not you a, just feel like he he could do more. Like he's not levels, really being bro. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's just levels of artistry. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just levels, bro. It just is what it is. Like like you're not going to tell me that Drake is on the same level as Kanye or Kendrick. This is not. You just not going. I can't say he not though. But as far because legendary is not just like your accomplishments, bro. Like. Like it's not that's just, part it's not of just it. like the it that's is a, part it's part of it. It's a big it's part, part of it. it, and that's why Drake is a legend. But Kendrick like gotta, is a legend a on a ring. different level, bro. Like as far as like as far as like this nigga artistry is on a different level, son. It's it's a it's a different level, bro. It's, a, it's, still... it's the way this the way you you like bro like let's write out the way you broke down all seven these albums, bro, is yeah. insane. You can never what? do that with Drake. How you know that? Well, you uh, so maybe in the Drake episode, we would have to see. It. Y'all stay Kevin, tuned for the Drake episode. Kevin, you are not breaking down this. You not bre- because these because these albums. Like, the reason why because these albums are just. I, I'm not going to hit y'all with like the J Cole fan like complex like these albums is just like <laughs> like this like emotional intelligence like it's complex on that level bro on a no i agree i agree you know what i'm saying like on just I, like I feel like, like breaking down a person's on a in a different in a different way everybody like, experience is different listen we're t- we, all right we're, t- we're talking about that we're talking about that at a different yeah. time <laughs> but i wanted to ask you like for the final yeah. question um, right. it was it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure doing this. Like I wish, nah, like, sure. I just wish Kendrick had you more albums. Know. Like because we've been going through like Drake and Kanye, and they had like 13, 12 albums. Yeah, they got you know a lot saying? of albums. Yeah. But um, yeah. So, uh, for the final question, what is your <laughs> favorite Kendrick Lamar song of all time out of all his discography? What is oh, your favorite? I I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. That's kind of hard. I don't fucking know, bro. Got it. Got an answer. <laughs> you gotta answer, bro. That's hard. What the fuck? My answer. favorite? Yeah, you gotta answer. You gotta answer the question. Uh, fuck. What the fuck is my favorite? If I could only listen to one Kendrick Lamar song for the rest of my life, that's uh, that's hard. Uh, that's hard as fuck. Shit. Damn. I don't feel like there's no wrong answer to this anyway. Absolutely you got so not. many songs. Absolutely not. I don't know. I feel. I still feel like I probably pick Money Trees. That's still probably one of my favorite songs. That's a great answer. Yeah, it's a classic, cold classic. That's one of my favorite songs. Him and J Rock murdered that song. That was a great fucking song. Great they have, hook. They have great really good beat. chemistry. Yeah, great chemistry. I love when they uh mm-hmm. on songs together. Great beat. Great hook. Great lyrics. Great feature. 
perfect song. I'll probably say Money Trees. Okay, I'm gonna go with. You? I'm gonna go with um. It gotta be off to Pippa Butterfly. Hmm. Yes, there's too many bangers on there. When you asked me to pick my favorite off to Pimp a Butterfly, that was hard. So now you talk about his whole discography. Good luck with that. Yeah, it's definitely off to Pimp a Butterfly. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with you, bro. And I usually don't you do was, this. Because, you was fire, bro. Yeah, I usually don't do this because I usually pick the song that I pick off. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I mm. work with Mortal Man, but I got to get a shout out to you, bro, because you kind of like. You have you looking at you, nigga. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, you, like, you, this, I mean, like, hearing it, like, hearing it, how creative, like, technically it is, yeah. and then, like, it just it just hits you in so many different levels, bro. And that's mm. the reason why I love about Kendrick Lamar, because he hits you in so many different places, bro. It makes you laugh, cry. Like, it's funny because, um... Uh, Jay Z was saying this like when he was when he was torn with DMX like DMX had had the fucking crowd crying laughing, um going crazy um yeah. like lover wise like he just had you like just in so many different levels like you know different emotions like, like that's what you had me like you had me in, like like Kendrick be having me in so many different like emotions that come out of me bro is this mm-hmm. it's insane bro like I never had an artist like this. Um, I never had an artist like do that to me. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as like in this generation. So, um, right. yeah, bro, I gotta go with you. You was probably like my favorite. Yeah, it, yeah, he 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 definitely solidified himself in the culture already. Living legend already, in my personal opinion. Um, can't wait for the next album that drops in 2028. But you know we gonna be here for twenty twenty eight. Jesus, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So definitely here for it, man. What is what? um? So uh, yeah. When when is when is you when is I, I don't think I asked you. I don't think you said it. Like when did you started listening to Kendrick? Oh no, you did ask me. But I I started in um Good Kid, Mad City. No, no, I'm saying like when, like what was like the first, like what was like the first thing you heard of Kendrick, like, like what was like the first, the first thing, thing I heard like, was like, probably like, Whoa, uh, like this is crazy, like. Um, the first thing I heard, I didn't know who he was. I remember hearing the song was um um Rigor Mortis. Mm. I was like, well, whoever this is, he's going crazy, but it still wasn't enough to make me like, yo, let me listen to his album and shit. You know what I mean? I, I, I listened to my first full album of listening was um, Good Kid, Mad City. Then I started listening to this old shit. Then I started listening to Overly Dedicated. Then I listened to Section 80. And that was like, oh, yeah, this nigga is lit. And that was over around the time <laughs> when um, um, I think he just released. He, you know, he, he just released Good Kid, Mad City. And my brother told me to listen to it because my brother was listening to it. And I was like, uh, it's okay. And then I was doing it again. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, oh, nah. This is a fucking classic. <laughs> I didn't think a classic at the time, but. Yeah, bro. I, like, so listening, listening to Good Kid Mad City in my bedroom, bro. I, I was like 18 at the time. And this was like after, it was like after school. It was like school was like, um, I wasn't in school. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so now yeah, this is like now. this is like a little after we graduated. Yeah, graduated. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I wasn't mm-hmm. in school. So yeah, like 
I was just like in my room, just like, like, I don't know what the fuck I was going to do, bro. Cause I didn't, I didn't get accepted to college and, mm-hmm. um, and I was just like, and I, and I, and I developed like this. Um, I remember like, I remember like it was just like, I developed like this, this, um, like this, this, the skin disease for a second where I just couldn't stop fucking itching, bro. Like I was like, and then, and then like, I looked it up. It was like the matograph, or something like that. And mm-hmm. it's basically like, I have like sensitive skin. Like, like I remember you was, you was kind of, you was there. Like we, we was playing ball one day. I think you was there. We was playing ball one day and the ball hit my face. Oh yeah. And yeah, that shit just up. bubbled up, bro. And I just dipped. Yeah. I dipped. But, um, <laughs> I was out. But, uh, yeah. Like, um, I, I put this shit on, bro, and I was like, "This shit changed my life, bro." It really changed my perspective on on this like life at the time, and um, like for someone to do that, like I'm 100% influenced by Kendrick. Like, it's not even it's not even close, bro. Like, um, Kendrick taught me, um, just how to just not be afraid of like taking risk. You know what I'm saying? Like taking risk on 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 songs, like just like with Kanye, like take not taking risks on your art, like. You know, develop your style. Take your time to develop your style. You don't have to, you know, put out an album or a song every fucking year, like, because. Mm-hmm. And then the thing is, like Kendrick, like he was. If you, if you, if he didn't put out an album, you best believe that verse or that feature that he did was top tier, bro. Like he was killing niggas, bro, with that with those mm-hmm. features, bro. So, like, yeah, he was just telling me, like, it's just like listening to his music, like it influenced me, like not to, you know. Like to be, you know, fearless when it comes to um, um, making making your art. Um, uh, take your time. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, just do you, do you. Basically, that's basically what we've been doing his whole career. He's been doing him, and it's been wildly successful. And I'm really appreciative of um, Kendrick. Uh, yeah, I'm really appreciative of Kendrick Lamar, bro. I'm, I'm glad I was able to live. I'm, I'm able to live in his in his in his time to listen to his music. Yeah, he he um, it's good that we appreciate and you know our artists while they're still here. Absolutely. And Kendrick, he definitely niggas been listening to niggas like him and others since fucking high school, bro. Niggas is still active, so that in itself is crazy to me. So. But this was definitely dope. Like we definitely got to do some more albums. You know, I can't wait for the Yay album. You know, it's my favorite artist. And yeah, this shit is gonna be crazy. This is this is a really good uh, dope discussion. I feel like we broke it down to the masses uh, in a good way as well. No, absolutely. Um, yeah. So good. even if they, even if anybody's listen, listening that haven't listened to um, Kendrick, y'all should give these albums a look because these is this is some good shit. I recommend Section 80. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I feel like I agree. Good, but I definitely start like, you should start with Section 80. You should definitely start yeah. with Section 80 and then work your way to the to the top. And then, like, if you want to go back to Overly Dedicated and C4 and all of these, like, EPs and stuff like that, I mm. highly recommend it, too. Um, yeah, bro, it was a pleasure, bro. Um, yeah, we definitely going to do... The next, the next thing I want to do, um, if you want to be a part of it, um, we're going to mm. do comp- compilation albums. No, I'm definitely with it. So I'm doing that with um I'm doing that with Aronde. I think Devin's coming on board and um yeah you. Yeah, man. Right, uh, we have an adult adult trust reunion on the podcast. <laughs> no, <Nah>, bro. <laughs> Word up. No, I'm with it. Like when whenever y'all, you know, just hit my line off air, 
and boom, you know, we set that up. All right, man. All right, Kev, man. Thank you for 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 joining the. Uh, I, I don't know what to name this podcast. Like, I, I need a, I need to name the podcast. Like I really need to get on my shit. I'm gonna name the podcast. I'm gonna yeah. put the, and I'm gonna put this shit out on like iTunes and Spotify and all that shit, bro. Like right. But um, yeah, it was a pleasure, bro. Nah, no doubt, nigga. You know, I'm I'm here. All right, we out. We out. We out.